Hey, Casey. Hey, how are you? I'm good. It's so funny. If we talk every week, <laughs> maybe twice a week, and we like talk throughout the week, obviously, but yeah. on the pod once a week. And every time I talk to you, I feel like it's like been so long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I always it's just have things sweet. to say. I know. There's just so much joy and laughter and that reminds me it's easter happy easter was well, the day after easter but still babe can you believe jesus died for our sins can you believe he hath risen did you know he hath risen he rises today right <laughs> i feel like that's so dramatic he's like Mm, I'm, it's like he like faked his own uh, never mind I feel like he's just a drunk like a bit dramatic to like no, it is. die for our sins and then like come back and be like jokes you know? it is kind of dramatic to be like JK I'm rising yeah, it's, it's giving JK I'm rising JK <laughs> not JK Rowling but JK oh, rising yeah JK rising, um, JK rising. What, do you what do you do, do like Easter stuff Okay, I was supposed to. I was supposed to go to an egg hunt, but then my... That's cute. I know. It was so cute, and I was looking forward to it all week. But then the night before, we went to dinner. We had a little wine, and then we had a little more wine, and then had a little more wine. And I just... I felt a little hungover, so I stayed oh, at home. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't bad, but I was just like, you know what? I don't think I can be... You know, I'm not in an egg hunting mood right now. I can't do no, it. No, babe. You needed the couch. I needed the couch. What did you do, if anything? Babe, you know what's really funny? Speaking of wine, I haven't... I've been, like, kind of on a little cleanse, which is good for me. Oh I haven't been drinking. I, like, went out. I feel like... I don't know. I'm just kind of trying to, like, reassess my relationship with alcohol a bit and just like as I get older like my hangovers you know yeah are extremely they're just hellish and then we have more responsibility now and like the anxiety sets in and like I don't get anything done and then it's just like it's just not working for me um so yeah I'm trying to like just not be the person who's like who always says yes to a drink you know what I mean yeah, I do, because I feel like I had that a few years ago where I was just like, you know, I actually don't feel super good after I drink, where it, like now I'll yeah, do babe, now and same. then, and it's like a once in a blue moon, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun, this feels like a special thing, and it's like a different, I don't know, it's just like once in a blue moon kind of fun night, and even then I'm not drinking like I, I used to. Um, yeah. But it is interesting. It's something I've thought about a lot because I think like being in music, especially, or like being in entertainment, like the, I don't know, just the relationship to alcohol is, it's like so normalized where it's like outside of that world, it's kind of like crazy to like drink and like have the exposure and just like have drugs everywhere all the time, you know, it's like, wait, this is normal. But that's the thing. It it does. I mean, it is everywhere. Like, yeah, it's so normalized. I I I agree with you. But it's also like normalized in society. And like, yeah. it's like I don't know. I just like come from a family that's like, you know, my aunt's gonna like wake me up at six a.m. when I sleep over with like a champagne and strawberries, which is so cute and like love it. But like. I just, I can't. And my family gets like, I'm sure, you know, most people have like alcoholics in their family or whatever. But like, I just feel like when in my family, like if you say no to a drink, it's like, is, are you okay? (laughs) So I'm just trying to like, you know, take a step back and just be like, I don't need a drink for this situation. And I like went out this weekend to a birthday party and like had a Red Bull and it's just, it's a nice change for me. And like, I don't know. I like, I'm a fun person. I don't need to be like drunk to be fun, but I'm also like, I don't know. I'm just taking a little break right now. And I think I'm going to like start 
trying to do that more often and just like I don't want to be boring or anything but I'll have like wine with dinner and whatever and like I'm sure I'm gonna fucking want to party but I just like I feel like giving my body a break is like a good thing I think that's a great thing and I think that like people also equate like oh I don't feel like drinking with like oh well then you must think everyone who is drinking is like bad I know but that's their own shit that's like yeah I've been there too where I'm like, oh, head, you're sober. Okay, cool. Are you having yeah. fun? <laughs> yeah, but it's just kind of like, no, I just don't feel like doing that. But I still want to like be out with you and have fun and like yeah, like, do that and not, you know, and it's also just like, yeah, like you said, the older you get, the hangovers are just like not enjoyable. Yeah, babe. And I'm just like tired all the time. And like, it's just, I don't know. There's also it's not really like conducive to, I mean, in my life, it's not conducive to like being productive. For no. Me. Cause I just like obviously struggle with like anxiety and depression and like it just, um, is exacerbates the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Just, no, like, but it's it worse. Like that's what I find. Like the worst part of hangovers for me is anxiety the next day. Like I get crazy. Course anxiety as some people might say but like that's like the not feeling good it's like okay cool like order pizza whatever but like it's the anxiety where I'm like yeah this is not yeah I think I think that comes with just like more responsibility as you age and blah 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 and just like yeah so should we um yeah what have we got on the agenda today because i'm excited i'm excited i'm extremely excited today because (laughs) one of my favorite actresses and best friends um is on the pod um extremely talented beautiful smart angel um who is currently on tour actually um is she in the room right now yeah, she's in the room. I saw okay. she's on her. I'll just get let her in. Michelle, my lettuce here. Oh my Hi. god. Hi, Michelle. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited to be on Kinda Jaded. I'm a big fan. Oh my I god. Can't believe it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm like a fan. I gotta confess, I like listen to this podcast. You guys are gonna I hope you're not creeped out. But I like no. I like listening to something, you know, to go to sleep that's like kind of cozy. <laughs> and I listen to kind of jaded because you guys have cozy little Babe. voices. Wait. My voice is not cozy. Your voice you're a liar. is so cozy, Kara. Like I could fall asleep in your voice. I could just make a little bed in your voice. Exactly. Wait, Mich- exactly. Michelle, you fall asleep to me? Yeah. Do, is it- you're obsessed with me. I'm and I'm and I miss you guys and Casey I know we haven't met but I miss you (laughs) you I've never met you and I miss you so much I miss you I miss you so I miss you every night and so I turn it on and then I feel a little bit better (laughs) that's beautiful where are you Michelle you guys I'm in Buffalo New York and yeah and I have um a couple days off because of Easter I'm on this tour right now and we're just over halfway done um and yeah i had two days off so i've just had like bed days you know what i mean like oh, oh yes. beautiful work yeah beautiful work yeah yeah michelle casey um michelle's on a show called letter kenny yes i was <laughs> i did all my i was like stalking you and i i want to ask you everything about tour life too because touring is intense are you enjoying yeah. it are you <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah 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 no I okay so let me just I'll I'll give some details so it's uh, a two-month tour we are doing like 39 shows or something like that and we've done 25 so far we've got 11 more to do Whoa. so we we finish up yeah on May 5th and it's just a U.S. tour it's a bus tour and it's myself and eight of my co-workers <laughs> um you're on the cast and they're um they're all is it dudes so it's me and Ooh. eight and eight guys and I feel like you guys can probably relate to an extent being on tour and like traveling with your band and stuff and you're on oh, a, yeah like sh- sharing small spaces with men and I'm lucky because they're obviously great guys and we're really good friends we've been friends for a really long time so it's comfortable and stuff and 
you know, we stay in hotels here and there as well, but it's, it's kind of intense. Like I'm not built for tour. I don't think it's what I've learned. Same. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think most people are. It's such an unnatural thing to like be living in close quarters with people like that. And also just to kind of like be in a new place every day. It's so interesting too. Cause like doing music, it feels like, okay, this is part of the job, but it's not <laughs> as like part yeah. of your job. So you feel like, yeah. it's like, know. what am I doing? Like, it's like the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest thing. It's so nice. Okay. The shows are great. We have so much yeah. fun. It's really fun in this and it, kind of cool because I started off as most actors did like doing theater work and improv or whatever. And so to, to be working in film and TV and then years and years later to end up doing like a comedy show that's this kind of like vaudeville comedy show live it's like very full circle in in a way and it definitely is an opportunity that I know it isn't the norm at all so I'm, I'm and it's so- probably nice to like break it up too because you're just like Michelle like lives in um Victoria. Van- well Victoria yeah. Victoria which is on Vancouver Island nailed it we talk about Vancouver so much, Casey. You know, so it's weird. been we have a big <laughs> we like talk about it all the time. <laughs> it's like um, but I feel like Michelle, you've been kind of like isolated, like we all have, like during the pandemic and stuff, and you've been like auditioning just via like self tapes and stuff for a while. Yeah. So it must be nice to kind of like break that up with this. Oh, it's so nice, but it's also just like a shock to the system. I think we've all been yeah. like in isolation to an extent, depending on where you are. And I've just been like on Vancouver Island walking my dog and like alone in my and driving around and visiting with my mom and stuff for two years. And then to go into like a tour where we're moving every single day and I'm around all these people. Yeah, and you're and, like, hello, my baby. Yeah. Hello, my darling. <laughs> literally, <laughs> like, literally. literally meditating to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's been intense, but it's going really well. The shows are fun. It's really cool to like go to all these places in the US I might never have seen otherwise. That's an, like, I'm, I feel like I'm really getting to know America in a way that I never thought I would. So that's cool. And how yeah. do you feel about it? It's, it's, you know what? It is. <laughs> it's a cool You're place. like, it's just fine. <laughs> no, it's great. Obviously, it's great. I noticed, though, um, the food and drinks. And so this is outside of, like, L.A. And, and, like, places that I've been to a lot. But if I'm just ordering food or drink somewhere, everything is so sweet. Mm. oh yeah that is an interesting observation. everything's babe like yeah. I dare you I went on a road trip once with um a friend and we drove through like Louisiana and we ended up at a Sonic which okay. I, I don't know if Sonic. I've told this story on the I pod before but I Sonic. walked inside the Sonic and you're not allowed to do that they were all I was like <laughs> can I get an iced coffee with no cream <laughs> And they were like, who are you? And I was like, not wearing a bra. My nipples were like <laughs> hard and jiggling. And I was like, can I get an ice coffee with no cream, please? And they were like, um, can you wait outside? Someone on rollerblades will come bring it to you. But um, wait, yeah, like they don't like it. Wow. Okay. That's a real um, thing. Yeah. So like, it's hard to get something without like cream or sweet. Yeah. Or I feel yeah, like you also get to a, a part of America where it's impossible to find a vegetable. Oh yeah, there's no no veggies to be seen. Yeah, nowhere in sight. Like last night, granted it's Easter weekend, so everything is closed. But I had my my first experience with ordering from Applebee's last night. Oh, <laughs> stunning. Yeah, and I was like, "What okay, did you get?" All right, let me let me walk you through it. So I got give us the rundown. Yeah, I got the fettuccine with chicken and broccoli. Mm. sweet so sweet it's like cake wait what do you mean it was sweet babe it's sweet it's (laughs) sweet and I also got I also got breaded probably a mistake boneless chicken wings with extra extra spicy sauce and then and then they were great but then I dipped them in the ranch sweet it's sweet everything (laughs) everything is sweet I can't escape it it's wild so that's well, um yeah. Do you think that maybe it's like you're having a tongue issue? 
Do you think it's actually you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have sweet tongue. Yeah. You've never uh, heard of it? It's like tongue. It's like a symptom of long COVID or something that I didn't know about. <laughs> sweet tongue. Wait, oh, but also tongue. you insulting Applebee's will never get the Applebee's sponsor. Now. Oh no! Yeah, what the hell? I'm so cut this out. I loved my. Cut, we're gonna have to cut this part. Or maybe, yeah. or they maybe they can make their slogan like "deliciously sweet." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. I would honestly love the um, the Applebee's money. I think we need oh, yeah. that. They've got some money would for it? sure. I feel like, I, and I'd never had it before. So. You know, I've been enjoying some some classic American food on the road and <laughs> uh, some classic American people. The drinks here, like the alcoholic drinks, are incredibly strong. Oh, I had two cocktails yeah. the other night and I had a full hangover yesterday, hence ordering Applebee's. Oh. So yeah, 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 it's but it's been it's been cool. I mean, I love the states. I love I love coming down here. Same. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm you like, also oh, oh, go no, sorry. Casey. no, you no, go. Stop. <laughs> Oh, no, you go, you go, go. go. I was just going to say, I love America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But actually, though, I am like, I, my favorite part of touring is driving around America. And I'm like, wow, this is actually just such a stunning place. Like, oh, it the is. landscape yeah. of America when you're driving across country is like, it's fucking incredible it's just insane. how much there is and like uh-huh. the diversity in, in the geography and stuff. I mean, I, yeah. I'll talk about it all day, but I love nature here. It's yeah. beautiful. And each place is such a different vibe so different. And, and look mm-hmm. and there's like different cultures every like it's just a really Canada is like that too on like a micro level, obviously. But I, I uh-huh. do. Yeah, it's just it's as much as Canada and the States are similar, it's so different. The vibe is so different and there's pros and cons to both, but it's been really nice to come down to the States and spend time not in just LA or New York. It's like, I'm seeing all of these cool places and towns and meeting all these people. And it's just, it's been, I'm sounding like a cheese ball, but it's been a really wonderful experience, honestly. Um, speaking of, you know, meeting fans, yeah, it must be great meeting some of your fans. Yeah. Um, there are two of your fans and their names are Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, can you Stop. tell us a little about meeting them in LA? Okay. I, Kara, I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> you knew I was going to ask. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment. Um, so yeah, I don't really, it's, a weird thing. Edward Norton uh, got really into Letterkenny, and um, over the years, he's made some tweets about the show that are really kind. And and isn't T Pain a huge fan too? T Pain as well. He was in. He went to the oh, Atlanta right. show, and and I met him for a split second. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. That being even wow. more exciting. Um. Yeah, he was wearing. <laughs> he was wearing like a um like a full leather face mask. It was like a Dolce and Gabbana like full leather. <laughs> piece. Oh my god! Yeah, it was Beautiful. pretty. It was pretty cool. So yeah, he's he's been big on the letter letter Kenny tweets as well. And so, anyways, Edward Norton I guess has introduced the show to some of his friends, and one of them was Brad Pitt. And a few years ago on a red carpet, Brad Pitt like mentioned the show which was bizarre. And then in LA, yeah, it was crazy. And then in LA, Edward Norton and Brad Pitt came to the show and we met them backstage and it was like bizarre. They're like so nice and they're genuine fans of the show. And, and wow. Yeah. And like they took extremely good looking and they might be extremely good looking. I mean, it was kind of, (laughs) (laughs) it was kind of, shocking like being around yeah like yeah it's shocking i feel like brad pitt always has like funny little hats on did he have a funny <laughs> little hat on casey he literally had a hat on you nailed it <laughs> and was it funny and little it was it was cool and kind oh it was of, actually and, kind of big no yeah, yeah i was gonna say so it wasn't too little it was a proportion hat and he was it's wearing, the perfect size i'm like it was perfect but i feel like he kind of sometimes wears like fedora adjacent hats yeah that's what was happening yeah he loves a hat he seems to love a hat but he was also wearing um (laughs) like a 
like a one piece and it looked like an XL, like very fashion, very slouchy, like, like romper vibe. Like it was unreal. He looked, and I was just like, this is a hard outfit for a regular person to pull off, but you look so good and cool and casual. And yeah, he's, he's honestly like probably the most attractive person I've ever seen. I wow. am just having a tough time imagining the <laughs> romper and a hat. The, like it's just. I'll show not... you a picture, Casey. Okay, because yeah. in yeah. my head, all I can think of is like a big baby. You know, like an, it, a it might baby, be that a bit. Yeah, a onesie. It's giving baby, but it was also just like it's very baby. <laughs> it was very. He, yeah, he looks really good. And he's like, change my diaper. <laughs> he's like, Michelle, I'm such a huge fan. Wait, change my diaper. And I like, I'm like running to change his diaper. I'm like, I'll do anything to change it. Um, is there any part of you that's like, just wants to be like, hey, I've written this script. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. like I can, like, Brad Pitt's been in some of the most iconic movies and worked with the most iconic directors and is maybe one of the m- more most iconic actors yeah. in history. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's incredible. I don't know, like, is there a part of you that's just like, fuck, do I just like do shoot it? Shoot your shot. <laughs> do I shoot my shot? I mean, I feel like it wasn't the space. If, if that was ever an instinct I might have, which it usually isn't, I'm the worst at like networking. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just can't. That's a hard place for me to excel in. <laughs> but, um, but I feel yeah, like I'm you've kind of too. already shot your shot just like doing the show. Like that's your yeah, shot. Yeah, sure. Well, I think he's, he, yeah, it just wasn't that he was taking time to like come and meet us. And I, I mean, I, I don't want to like speak for him, but he's a, a genuine fan of the show and what Jared Kiso, yeah. the like showrunner and creator of the show has, has done. And so it just, and we were in this small little room and there's like industry people there and the cast, like our network people. I mean, no, you didn't have to do it. it just, them, yeah. Did you ever just think about them. like, what about like next week though? <laughs> <laughs> what if I just send like a cheeky little email with an attachment? Like what? A, what or just a self tape. Yeah. yeah. Oh my or you God. do like, I feel like it's such a music thing to be like, here's my SoundCloud or like, here's my mixtape. You should just like, you should have put your reel on like a DVD <laughs> or like on a flash drive and be like, here, hey, here. I, this later. <laughs> here. I also like really struggle with that stuff because there's yeah. like, you build like these relationships with people and then there's like a fine line between it being like cringe mm-hmm being like listen to my song or I don't know maybe that's just me in my own head I like really struggle with that I think that's putting myself out there I think that makes you a like a a normal human being I find it weird when people are are like able to put themselves forward in such a like no fucks given way like I don't understand how they can do that and I that sounds like I'm being judgmental of people that aren't no, able to do no, that no, I no. just don't understand because I well most of those people are the biggest like successes in the world because yeah. they don't give a fuck and they just like knock down every door it's like yeah there are so many times that I feel like I've like hindered myself because I've been like oh no I'm too cool to like push <laughs> yeah. myself onto like you know whoever but well I, I think know. our generation like millennials are kind of like we have a hard time with earnesty, at least most of the people mm. that I know, like earnesty in this way where it's like, I'm just genuinely putting myself out there and being really, it's kind of cringe to us for some reason. It's like, we don't do that easily. And the younger yeah, generation, self-deprecate. exactly. And like, that's our sense of humor and it, and it's funny and it, it is kind of cool sometimes, but it's also like, okay to just be earnest and sweet and yeah and really care well, yeah babe we we both put out um makeup tutorial videos on tiktok we week, sure so i guess we're learning i guess we're yeah the earnestly earnestly but i'm like still in that video i'm watching it i'm like michelle stop rolling your eyes like you're the one doing <laughs> yeah. it like lean in commit totally i yeah i feel like we're the generation of just like sending a serious text and being like lol <laughs> yeah oh always i'm yeah. like i'm depressed lol yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm depressed lmao 
<laughs> oh, babe. L O L. L O L. I feel horrible. Lol. Yeah, it's like I'm in the worst state of mind I've ever been in, but like jokes. It's jokes. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, it's, it's maybe not jokes. Like, maybe we should it's, look into that. Yeah. Michelle, it's, do you, yeah. No, go. Um, do you ever feel like when you're reading lines or like doing a self tape, are you like, what the fuck? Like if it's like a corn, I don't know. Yeah. Like if it's like a corny script, like, are you like yeah. cringed out? Well, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this. We're also just side note, Kara, you asking me questions is so cute. Is and it weird? No, I'm you oh, you guys are nailing it, but it's like, it's so, I'm just, this is so great. Anyways, okay. So Aww, we love you. We love you. Um yeah, I mean, I find being an actor, and maybe this is also the generation thing or just my own bullshit, but there's a part of me that will always feel a little bit embarrassed. Like I have to really mm. like the the my initial um response to getting an audition or something is first of all terror and like no and how do I get out of this because I have anxiety and then I'll read yeah. it and then you know you usually will be like oh this is a cool I can envision myself doing it like this and like oh I like this character and then you start to get excited about it and you're able to do it but but yeah obviously sometimes you read something that you're like oh oh boy how am I gonna pull this off but that's literally your yeah. job like you have to be able to find a way to translate the writing even if it's written in a way that you don't connect with initially you have to find a way yeah. to like that's part of the job and I will say with Letterkenny when I found or when I got the audition initially I remember reading it and I'd never seen there was a web series that they had done before um I'm not immersed in hockey culture I didn't grow up in like a hockey family and I did grow up in a small town but not a small town in rural Ontario which is a very different vernacular and um so I read it and I was just like what the fuck is this I had no idea I was like is this like like are they joking like I just I didn't I didn't know what what it was at all and it was just like mm -hmm. such a good reminder that sometimes on the page it doesn't give the full picture and you have to look into the people behind it and like what they've done before and the style of shooting and the kind of music that's going to be in the scene that's written mm -hmm. in the script like to give yourself the full picture before you make a judgment call I feel yeah. like your character oh has such a like I mean all of the the whole like show there's such a like specific flow mm -hmm. um and like cadence so like when you first auditioned like how far has it come like the way you read the lines now um I think you know what I mean yeah no for sure it's very specific and I I've never done or seen anything like it and I think that's you know a big part of why it's uh it's gone over so well with people because it's truly original but mm -hmm. Katie is kind of a grounding force in the show and so as much as she, you know, she talks really quickly and, and is able to like keep up and she like makes jokes, she's kind of the voice of reason and she's always been that way. So there's sort of yeah. all these really cartoonish characters all around her and she has elements of, of like kind of a, like a South Park come to life character as well, but yeah, but she's always sort of the voice of reason. And so that's never changed. And I, and I think when they were initially auditioning people, um, a lot of they brought in a lot of comedians who really played to the jokes and because I mm -hmm. I have like a comedy background but I'm not a comedian I I played it more like straight and that yeah yeah and that and I haven't switched up from that too much I have a question also just about going back to auditioning or also just acting as a whole I feel like at points in my life, I've gotten like audition, you know, done like self tapes and stuff. And I have such a hard time getting past the ick of acting. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. the embarrassment in your body of being like, I'm acting like, how do you get past that? Because it's not embarrassing, but it is embarrassing. Like, how do you just We're like, like, Michelle, like, you're embarrassing. I'm like, yeah, I'm what like, you do? Yeah, babe, I know. <laughs> no, but honestly, like I have actor friends and I ask them the same thing and they're just like, I don't know, you didn't. But like, truly, 
how do you get past that in your body? Like, how do you just let go and not feel that way? Well, it's ironic that you guys are asking me this because I feel like singing a song sincerely. I can't (laughs) think, I can't think of a more uncomfortable thing for me to do it's, in my whole life. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, like, it's embarrassing. I like to go on stage. Me being stage. like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill myself. <laughs> but like no honestly like imagine this like let me just tell you what you guys do you go up on a stage by yourself with a microphone and you put a serious expression on and you put and you try to get notes out in a way that resonates with people like it blows my mind no i'm actually like ill yeah i'm ill i'm ill i'm quitting i'm quitting the music (laughs) industry thanks michelle i say that all the time i say like singing is so embarrassing like to be a good singer is so embarrassing oh. it's like be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. like that was so, so it's so cringe it's- but like acting to me i still it yeah. feels like even yeah i don't know well, okay. and yes they're both insane like we must be out of our minds to be doing this but then this is re- ready for some a cheesy answer but i honestly mean this mm-hmm it's because you love to do it so it's worth pushing Mm -hmm. past that shit like I genuinely oh and this is hard hello oh my god we just lost (laughs) she's like I genuinely (laughs) even the computer being like don't say it don't say it don't say it Michelle where are you Michelle maybe her wi-fi went out oh yeah Oh my god! In the most crucial, I know her being like, "I, I love." <laughs> okay, wait. Let's Michelle? find out. Can, can we can hear? Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, guys! I'm so sorry. The um, the the hotel just had a little power outage, and oh, now we're what back the on. Right no when you were problem. wait, Michelle. Right when you were about to be like, I love acting. It like cut out. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, hotel was like, like no, nope. no, we're not letting her say it. It's no, too embarrassing. It. No, but say it. You were saying like you okay. genuinely love acting. Yeah, it's like you. I I love it, and so the initial like, oh god, like what am I doing? And then once I get into creating a character or like in my own brain just like figuring out what the scene is and, and what I'd like to do with it and da 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 I get excited and then it, it overpowers any of those feelings and I'm sure you guys feel the same way it's like as much as you can recognize there's a embarrassing parts to it when you're on stage or when you're writing a song like it feels good it must feel good yeah for, for sure. sure I mean as <laughs> the wise woman Sky Ferrero once said everything is embarrassing. embarrassing but it's everything. true it's it is, but it's like the more I feel like the sweet spot you get into, and maybe I just have not been able to ever like get into it with acting because I am not proficient or like as well versed in it or don't like enjoy it as much. But like you get into a sweet spot with music or with like creating anything where the idea of like being embarrassed, I guess, doesn't even enter your brain. It's just like, uh-huh. this is what I do, and like I enjoy it. Why, you know, it's like, of course it's embarrassing but like yeah and ultimately you're doing it for you you know so yeah yeah that makes sense and I wonder too if like we're all of us in our own ways are are kind of lucky because we've been able to have this passion and then be able to do it in a professional way and I'm always like very impressed with artists who don't get that that kind of luck or those breaks or those opportunities and they continue to do it mm-hmm. like like that always blows my mind because I don't know if I would have the I don't know, courage or whatever to mm-hmm. to do it if I you know what I mean like like if I just was like you know what I have my job and I have my hobby and I'm gonna do community theater or whatever just because I love it and that's it and that's enough for me I don't need any of the professional gains from it. I just want to do it because I love it and, or make yeah. music or paint or whatever. It's like, I'm always it's so impressed. specific breed. Yeah, for sure. Um, you were saying that like, you can take something that you weren't excited about and like make yourself excited about it once you like get into the character and start exploring all that stuff. Do you ever like fall in love with a character and like a script and then 
nothing like nothing comes of it or like you didn't get the part and does it I don't know does it hurt it, it, <laughs> does it hurt it, like do you ever have yeah. you have there ever been like instances where you've been like super bummed because you were just like oh. really excited about something constantly constantly yeah. the rejection and, not, and act in like acting is like another level like I feel like with music there's obviously a lot of rejection but you still can like I don't know like it's just different with the acting world I feel like it's more constant yeah it's pretty constant and you definitely get desensitized because you do so many auditions again if you're lucky and you have an agent and, yeah. and they're able to like get you like that's like lucky in and of itself to just read these these scripts and stuff but For sure. I have to be really careful because I find what I what I I get really attached so I'll read a script and I almost have to be mindful to not read every script fully like like I have to kind of like glance through it for the first audition get like the, the tone of the character and and the script and and everything but then if I can kind of separate it a little bit and just do the audition and move on it doesn't haunt me mm. but every once in a while I'll um, I'll read a script thoroughly and then I'll read it again and then I'll start obsessing over it and then I'll start picturing myself as this character and I'll start having dreams about like I'll I'll go really far with it and it's I ironic because when that has happened I've never booked those ones weird. like isn't that weird where I where it's the ones that I've kind of been like I've self-managed that level of obsession and I've been able to you know, like do the work, get it in, feel good about it, and then and then keep it moving. And then you get a, a phone call and, and you're surprised if you get like that second audition or callback or whatever. But but yeah, or I've come really close to a project, you know, it's down to me and somebody else and I don't get it. And uh and yeah, it it hurts. It like it makes you cry sometimes. Do you, you when know? you get to say it's like between you and like two other people, are there like moves like agents or actors will make like can you like send a letter being like listen this part like do you can you like i don't <laughs> know level you... level with <laughs> listen no I'm like is that a letter. thing like i know nothing I about the, the like that industry but like is that a thing like do people I call think... people up and be like i need this role kara just needs to know if she needs to buy stationery for her <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly that's actually a really good idea. I'm sure other actors that again are a little bit more savvy than I probably am. I I tend to just kind of like accept that all I can focus on is is the work and me like sending like, you know, messages or making calls like my agents and my manager are are good at at sort of making a case as to like she loves this that it they you know, they speak on my behalf in a lot of yeah. those cases. They're like, honey, baby, she needs listen, the role. Listen. She needs it. She needs it. Let it do it. Let it do it. Just let it's, it try. Let she's give it a try. They are, they're all smoking like a really long cigarette. Yeah, like that's what I'm picturing. Like Judy Garland be like, baby, I need it. It's going to break me. I, you know what? Maybe I should. I need to, like, maybe I need to stop being so Canadian shy and just, like, send some fucking letters. I don't know. But, be like, oh, but listen. yeah, listen. But I, yeah, like it's, um, you just don't have control because there's so many things at play, you know, like yeah, sometimes, sure. like I was, I was like up for this movie and I won't say what it is, but, um, they, I was really close to getting it. It was like really looking like that was what it was. And then they ended up the friend that they had initially wanted when they'd first written the script became available, like some other project she was doing and they were all really good friends. So like they, and I'm sure she was also completely right for the part and had and it's been kind of written for her and then she got it. it's like sometimes it's just who you know and who you're friends with who you're yeah, connected yeah. with like you know it's, and it's, it's also like that. like the look right like yeah if you have like I don't know you could like have pulled tall. a Tanya and just <laughs> broken her legs yeah you you're that. like I'm so sorry she's actually not available anymore both her legs are broken <laughs> Um, they're like, they're like, but why are you calling from her phone? You're like, like in her house. You're like, it's fine. You're like, we're also friends. Yeah. 
No, what would be, okay, so what would be, if you have one, what would be like a dream project for you to work on? Either Wait, that's like- so funny, Casey. I was just going to ask like a very oh. similar question. Oh my God. You guys. I'm thinking that's like part, such an amazing question. We're like, yeah. what's your dream role? Wait, that's actually so crazy. I was going to say that. <laughs> guys, this is a, no, this is a great and innovative question. Thank you for Thank asking you. that. <laughs> yeah. And no one has ever asked you this before. Never. <laughs> Never once, but like you'd think that I'd have an answer for this. Um, okay. I mean, I it like changes all the time. Like I, a part of me, I I've always kind of wanted to do like a Tom Cruise esque like action movie, Ooh. like a like a Mission Impossible where I'm like rolling around and jumping out of, like doing like my own stunts, like having the opportunity to have a really physical part where I get to train Mm -hmm. with like an expert and I like master some kind of random skill that is specific to this character, like archery or slingshot. (laughs) Yeah. Or something. (laughs) Wait, us being in the hunger Games. (laughs) No, obviously Um, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Me too. Um, (laughs) yeah, like literally that. So yeah, like that would be very fun. Um, I mean, there's so many, I, there's so many things I'd, I'd like to do. It just, it's hard to answer, but like, what's your ideal trajectory? Like, would you like, I know you like to live like a very private life, um, in, on the island with your daddy, <laughs> My dad. but like, if you had a choice right now to like either become like Brad Pitt I mean, have to bring him back in. Brad yeah. Pitt, famous, like to. blockbuster, blockbuster, or like do like really cool like indie movies and like have a like relatively private life. Like, which one would you choose? I mean, I if I could consistently work and like sustain a like a certain lifestyle and have options and stuff, I would love to do, I mean, the dream is to do really cool projects that are like important to you. So, and that looks like indie films a lot of the time, not that blockbusters, I mean, I'm sure they're fucking amazing to do as well. I've never done one and I'd love to do one at some point. That'd be amazing. You're like Transformers. We're like Marvel. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you're like Transformers 6 is really important to me. We have Marvel (laughs) on the line. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I mean, you're I fired already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wait, 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 no, 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 I love blockbusters. I'm like, indies are stupid. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of both would be nice. I obviously like. I you can't have both. You have to pick one. I know. Okay, I think. Okay, I would like to do. I would like to do more of the the small indie stuff. I find the idea of being, and it's probably why I've never, um, you know, pursued like a big life in LA or like really kind of gone that route. And I'm kind of a believer of like what will be, will be. And it's like, you got to just work on your craft and, and position yourself to do what you like to do. And then things, mm-hmm. opportunities open up. Yeah. Yeah. But so I also true. haven't really positioned myself to be in LA and like really go after those those types of dreams because the idea of fame like on a huge scale I just find it insane and I I just don't I've just never wanted that and it's and a lot of people do and it's great if they do and I just I don't think I have the the makeup to like handle that properly so I'll choose the indie film option good choice I feel like the idea like fame as an idea is very appealing and interesting to people until they realize like everything that it entails like the amount that you lose becoming famous you know just privacy and like the criticism that comes with it like everything I mean maybe this is just me but like the more I think about it I'm like that sounds truly like hell awful yeah Yeah. but then you're also like rolling in dough yeah yeah but is it worth it? No, it's, I don't think so. I think moderate recognition from people yeah. that, you know, are like-minded, you know, or, or whatever, like having opportunities, we all want opportunities, no matter mm-hmm. what field you're in. And so to have those opportunities in our industry comes with a little bit of notoriety. And that's, and that's great. Like that's, yeah. that's amazing. But not to bring it back to Brad Pitt, but if I may. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
like even just someone like him like he's at this bizarro Canadian comedy show called Letterkenny and he goes backstage to meet us which is really nice and we're there and and then like executives are there and stuff but it's a small group of people but I was so cognizant of the amount of energy even from people that weren't facing him that was going towards him at all times like and I and it kind of and he was so graceful and, and I have no idea how he feels about it but I can only imagine like everywhere you go getting slammed with that level of energy and attention and focus and people filming you and it's not like oh in certain you know areas like people recognize him like he can't go anywhere without being recognized like that yeah. is something I I can't even um comprehend what that would feel like yeah yeah I I love going to the grocery store and other places looking like complete trash and the Mm -hmm. idea of not being able to do that is just horrible I guess like it all depends on what you value too like some people like you know can have these like incredible like you know colossal careers but they choose to like live in a you know in Ohio or like in towns where you can kind of avoid the obviously you'll get recognized but it's like a different lifestyle you're not like yeah out and getting like the paparazzi pics but then it's also like it's convenient to live in LA because that's where everything happens right I don't know and and there's like a way to do it all like there's for sure like massive stars that live in LA and they're not like at the nice guy on a Saturday calling paparazzi to make (laughs) sure they get I was literally at the nice guy last Saturday. Casey! Stop! Stop. Oh my god, she's famous. I didn't call the paparazzi. I was literally just a plus one to a birthday party. And Um, was it someone famous? It was fun. It was someone famous. But I like don't even, I don't want to spill tea. But it was a weird crowd. It was like interesting. It was like a little dinner and like Phoebe Bridges was there and so was Bo Burnham <gasps> and like a lot of other people. It was just oh, I like- I love Phoebe Bridges. It was like, yeah, she's you know, amazing. It she's was amazing. cute. It was fun. Um, Wait, I have a question. Have you ever met anyone at a party, working, whatever, that you felt truly starstruck by where you're like, whoa, I am like, this is fucking cool. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, Should I explain? Michelle. yeah tr- true okay yeah actually that was bizarre we and we saw yeah, shania you, twain at coachella sorry to hijack this no please um, do yeah we saw we were like in the crowd at coachella and like um shania twain was just behind us i like so, i had to go up i have yeah. a picture with her casey it's, it's and she like hated yeah. I took like a a selfie. I was like, I'm from, I forgot like how fucking famous she is. Like, this is like Celine Dion. Like this, like she's a, she was on like 90s divas and shit. Like, yeah. and I hugged her and I'm like, she doesn't want to be hugged. Like I shouldn't have done that. But I was just like, so it was out of body. And I went up to her. You were so sweet though. Like I, you were, it was a very pure, like, I was like, I'm from Canada too. She's like, okay. (laughs) No, she, I just think she didn't want to be bothered. And like, I took a selfie, but from like the angle I like, and clearly it's not her angle. She looks stunning in the picture, but she's like, oh, (laughs) when I was taking it, I was like, thank you, B. I'm also Um, obsessed with you being like, I'm from Canada too, as if there's only like five people in Canada. (laughs) There are, babe. There are. And she was like, okay. Like, Like, she was not. Yeah. She's like, I live in Switzerland. Yeah. She's like, I'm over Canada. No, she, that was crazy. And her face was so symmetrical. Oh. And we were watching, it was at, um, it was when Eminem was performing, right? So yeah, it was like, interesting. yeah, it was bizarre. Um, interesting. Yeah. That was a weird one. Cause it's like someone so iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's... I'm trying to think of if I've, uh, you You're know, like Brad Pitt. Well, obviously, yeah, I mean, that's like the low-hanging fruit for sure, Brad Pitt, no question. And Edward Norton, I'm a huge Edward Norton fan, and meeting him and having like a conversation with him is bizarre. But um, I met, so Dave Chappelle did like a, a, was a presenter at this award show in Canada, the CSAs in 2017, and he was backstage when our show won like comedy of the year that year. And so we went backstage and he was backstage because he had just come off from doing some sort of like 
honorary speech thing and he did a shot with us and meeting him at the time was like really I was like because growing up on the Chappelle show and stuff like I was I was like pretty stunned to meet him he was very nice and we did a shot of Jameson together that was cool what's the what's the Dave Chappelle drama isn't there some drama he got like very much canceled he's like transphobic yeah and there's some like anti-gay stuff right yeah his like newer um netflix specials have been under a lot of heat and i can't speak on them because i haven't seen either of them actually i'm pretty pretty behind but like i think 2017 i don't know if that stuff hopefully i'm not putting my foot in my mouth i don't know if that was fully out there in the same way that it is now it was like a different time like dave Chappelle was still like Chappelle show vibes you know Uh, it was when 2017 like i i mean he'd probably been saying some some bad shit but i i wasn't fully aware of it but yeah, yeah I, think, I need to I think look he's, up look into that shit yeah i think he's said some things that have been hurtful to the trans community and it's unfortunate it is unfortunate it is kind of yeah. seeing some people that like just say some shit that you like really admire that say some shit out of like true ignorance and you're like damn you could have just not said anything and i'm not the kind of person that's like everyone is gonna be canceled and like i think you know comedy like yeah you should like comment on shit whatever but there are like there's some shit where it's just like you didn't have to say that like those people you know that group of people like already has enough shit from the world like exactly exactly well it's also just like uh, anytime somebody like i like jk rowling or whatever like with all of her and not to it's the worst and not to get you know too down this rabbit hole but like imagine going after like the most marginalized people that have a 50 percent chance of being murdered statistically Uh like why the fuck would you ever even think to put any sort of negativity in their direction with what they're like, already having to handle? It's like blows my mind. She's it's crazy. fully transphobic. That's why. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, like it's like, down. It's, yeah. it's so crazy. I think it's like, okay, this is actually something I wanted to talk about today. It's funny. We, we ended up here. So I think like in today's world as you know, I'm sure as an actor, it's even worse than like being a musician. Cause in music, you have a little more room to say how you feel. And like, there's more room for your own thoughts as opposed to just like playing a part. You know, I feel Uh like there's a little more room to like inject your, like it's entirely yourself. Um, And you're kind of like writing the role for yourself as, as an artist. But I think it's, it's a tough world to be like some kind of public figure because I think so many people are like afraid to say anything because they don't want to offend anyone or they don't like everyone's opinion feels like it needs to be kind of homogenous sometimes, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to distinguish as, as like Gen Z kind of like people that grew up on the internet. I think sometimes it's hard for them to distinguish the difference between like, Oh, here's a genuinely hurtful and detrimental like opinion and takes such as like JK Rowling, where she just keeps doubling down on like, Uh anti-trans shit where it's just like you could just be quiet versus like yeah oh i have an opinion that is maybe contrary to other people but is not actually hurtful but like i'm open to discourse i feel like there's this like people are like allergic to any kind of like discussion or discourse and cannot distinguish the difference between like a genuinely hurtful and like problematic you know statement that, Uh that actually does damage to a, a group of people mm-hmm. yeah yeah well and also does everybody have to have an opinion that is like there you know it's, a, it's an unshakable opinion that now I'm just gonna like stand behind and I'm gonna put it out there publicly it's like why are we all experts or why yes. can't we go or why can't we go oh, so from my knowledge so far, this is what, what I see, but like, let me hear this other thing. Like, why is it so hard to just be open yeah, it's to like having the your discussion mind changed? And the yeah. discussion is like shut down. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are like allergic to discourse or allergic to the idea of someone 
you know, God forbid you don't know everything about a very complex issue, you know, that's like, yeah, some people are just like ignorant and just need to be informed and educated. And like, how do you like inform and educate those people if you're just like canceling them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's all being like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) wait, yeah, I've been worried, worried about what to say. I was like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, but it's true. I feel like, do you ever feel that as an actor where you're like, you know, cause you, I know you have Instagram and stuff and you have quite a people that quite a few people that follow you on Instagram. Like, do you ever feel the need or pressure to like speak out on certain issues? Because I feel like in music, like fans, definitely like will dm me and be like why aren't you talking about palestine i'm yeah, like i know because it's not i i like it's such a complex issue that like has been going on for fucking hundreds of years like you think me this like fucking millennial music like musician is gonna be like yeah i'm gonna solve or like talking like speaking out on ukraine and stuff it's like yeah it's obviously fucking evil but do you think me posting a story putin's gonna see it and be like you know what <laughs> I'm back. I'm done. I'm done. You know, it's like like, Casey. Casey said so. Yeah. But do you ever feel like that? Do you get pressure from, you know, fans of the show or other people? And like, how do you respond to it? Um, I, I, I do tend to, I just try to stick into the zone of I, if something grabs my attention, I'm interested in it, or I think that it's, a helpful article or somebody's opinion who who I respect, I will post stuff here and there. And I'm definitely not, you know, posting all the time. And I'm certainly not covering all issues. And I don't take it upon myself to do that because I'm not an authority basically on anything. So I don't think anything I have to say is very profound or important to share, but I I will like repost things going on that resonate with me because I kind of I've thought a lot about social media in general and it's such a, I feel so conflicted because obviously I use it and I'm active on it and I use it to connect with people. I use it to promote myself. Like I, I'm, I definitely use it as a tool, but I also, it's like, if I'm going to be using it in that, in that way, then I, I have to like be authentically posting all of myself, I guess. And I, I, maybe I don't have to, but it's like, I just feel like leaving out my political beliefs is fine. And then if it feels like I want to share that, I will. And if I fucked it up or if I didn't, you know, I posted this and I didn't post this and it offended other people's like, I can't be responsible for that. I'm just sort of doing my best to be a human being and, and participate online in a, in a way that's authentic. And I definitely have messed up before. And I definitely get horrific messages from, from people sometimes, but I just kind of choose to ignore it because like it's, I'm an actor and it's social media and I'm, I'm not anyone that you should be taking your, you know, political advice from or social advice from necessarily, but I do have an opinion every once in a while and I feel kind of okay sharing it from time to time. I think that's a good philosophy. I think people forget that like actors and musicians and stuff are just people they're not like <laughs> dictionaries or like they're not yeah. political figures it's like yeah they have opinions and if you want to like listen to their opinions you can but like people should like really take everything with a grain of salt it's like you or me or any other public figure or somewhat public figure is like one person with one opinion yeah. like you don't need to take everything from them I think one thing that was interesting like I'm getting deep down a rabbit hole but like around the election here um, Mm -hmm. in 2020, like people, or it's happened multiple times, people will post like voting guides, here's who you should vote for, whatever. And I think shit like that is so weird. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're voting based on a a, a voting guide you saw on Instagram, like you're not going to look up anything about these like candidates or information. And I think that's like, that's the a scary fucking, thing. Yeah, the it's misinformation. Like a, it and is. Like the, the internet is also a an actual toilet. It so is. it's like it's on each individual to like, you know, do the work and like research and like get informed and like yeah. I don't know. Yes, like it's, sharing it's is not, great. Yeah. 
Sorry, Sorry. I was just going to say, it's also like escapism and we mm -hmm. shouldn't be getting all of our news and all of our information from a place set up to distract you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I always kind of, I'm like, yeah, it's like, I want to post this article that I feel like is important or it's like, it's progressive in the way that I, it resonates with me or whatever. But I, I'm also like, do people want to see this shit from me? Or are they following me to see like a dumb video of me and, and the guys on the bus like doing a dance or like you know like like they want to yeah. escape that's why they're here and so yeah some it's like it's it's the balance and also like you said Carol making sure that you're you're doing your own research and you're not just like getting influenced so to speak you know yeah yeah, yeah. we're not political influencers we sure aren't, yeah like influencing already is kind of and there's just so much it's there's so just much so much i'm tired i'm tired i'm literally exhausted have I'm you guys tired. have what? you guys been feeling how do, me asking you a question i'm like let me turn this <laughs> interview on its toes you're allowed to are you how do you guys feel about coachella and do you wish you were there <laughs> no <laughs> i okay. don't anymore no i fucking love coachella but I feel like this year, like after not having festivals for a few years, I'm just like the energy there feels a little too feral for me right mm -hmm, now yeah. in my life. And I'm also stoked that I don't like I didn't wake up with a sinus infection today because I oh my get God. them from the dust. I get it every time. I'm like, that's my post Coachella sinus infection. I'm going to be <sighs> sick for the week after. And I just don't have time for that anymore. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to you want to deal with it. Fair enough. This is I the don't. first year I think that I've like I want obviously wanted to go see Harry Styles, Harry, yeah. Harry. Harry, and Shania, Shania, mm -hmm. Shania. But you know yeah. what? I'm fine. I'm like getting up there, and I'm just like I've been to enough Coachellas, and I wasn't gonna like fly to LA for Coachella. No. Like, I feel like if you live in LA and it like happens organically, great, but I'm yeah. not gonna, no shade to anyone who does because like, that's amazing. Yeah. And if you really love, I mean, Coachella's, it is like, it, it gets like shit on all the time as it should it. because it's corny, but like at the same time, it's like the most like well-oiled machine. Like, yeah, I, like I was talking to Leslie, my partner for all the listeners. Um, and she was like, yeah, like, I don't think he's very, like, doesn't like big crowds and stuff. And he was like, I don't think I could do Coachella. And I'm like, actually it's like, there are crowds, but it, you never feel like no. super cramped. Cause it's just like spread out. And it's just, I don't know the way it's planned to perfection. Like it's the easiest festival I've ever been to. And it's just the biggest. And I don't know, yeah. it is like yeah. a really, really like well-oiled machine for sure. And it's an experience. Like it's just so beautiful and the weather is perfect. Like I, I feel like everyone, if you're interested in music festivals in general, it's a good one to just go at least once. Yeah, for sure. I want to go to old Chella. Oh my God. I want to go to stagecoach. Kind yeah. Of. That's old Chella. No, oh, is that what they call I it. That's a different thing. Yeah. Oh. Isn't, isn't stagecoach. Is it country? Yeah. Or yeah. Oh, right. wait. I what's don't know. old what's old Chilla? <laughs> I don't know I, I, was, <laughs> I thought it was this thing where they had like brought back a bunch of just like old bands and they're like this yeah is it's stagecoach but like people on the internet are like old Jenna. no there was this <laughs> thing called desert trip do you remember that oh uh, I don't know there was one with Paul McCartney and it was like that's old what Jenna. it was it okay, was like okay. a Rolling Stones Bob Dylan Paul McCartney Neil Young Roger Waters. You being, yeah, like, Neil Young. Me being <laughs> like, you're like Neil Young. Me being like Neil Young. Why did you say it like that? I didn't even mean to. I didn't even hear it. I you're like, like Neil Young. Neil Young. I don't know. I think maybe because I had caffeine and it's starting to hit me and I'm like I'm like starting to shake. Oh yeah, babe, I have I, had I have a coffee right beside me. Michelle, um <sighs> we've been talking for a while, but I I do want to talk a bit about your um Skin, you're an entrepreneur. You're oh my God, starting boy. a skincare brand called oh, Relative. Oh boy. Yeah. And I want to get skin. into that a bit. Let's, that's let's get so into exciting. it. Yeah. I mean, it's, we haven't launched yet. It's very like 
small, we're starting real small. It's my, um, my auntie Nada and my cousin Alex, who I'm very, very close with. She, my auntie Nada had a skincare line like 10 years ago, maybe even longer. Um, that was like in the kind of natural skincare space sort of before it became this big movement. She's been using her products for a really long time. Um, but yeah, so she had her company and then she got a different job opportunity that just made more sense for her at the time. And so she kind of left it alone, but she has a lot of knowledge and she works with this amazing, uh, food scientist named Armin and, and they, uh, collaborated on her skincare line back in the day. And then she wanted to relaunch, but she approached me to partner with her as kind of doing like promotion being the face of it and, and having like input on design and like the kind of ingredients that I want in skincare. Cause I'm such a skincare fan as I think we kind of all are like, that's oh, not, yeah, yeah. It's like not, not so original, but um, yeah. So we're launching in May. It's taken longer than we thought just with all the like, everything's on on back order and and things like that but we're launching with three products so we're doing an antioxidant serum a peptide serum and a multi-purpose day night moisturizer cream wow and it's all natural yeah like it's you know we we kind of wanted to go the route of like as natural as we possibly can while also using like medical safe yeah like safe you know, chemicals, everything's a chemical, but what can we do to sort of combine like nature and science to make something that's healthy, but also really effective. And, um, and yeah, and like, luckily, because we have Armin, who's an incredible chemist, he was able to sort of take our dream list of ingredients and do it in a way that was sustainable and natural and, and works really well. And so far, I mean, I've been using the product now for like five months straight and wow. And I'm loving them and I have really sensitive skin. I have like really, I have red skin and I get bumps and rosacea bumps and I get breakouts and, and especially on this tour, like I've noticed. Casey, we need, we need me going to buy it immediately. Well, I'll send it to you guys for sure. Cause I want, we we obviously want more people to try it and give feedback. And we're like, you know, cause we like have our test group of people, different ages and skin types and, and genders and et cetera, et cetera, that have tested it out. And so far everything's been going really well, but the more people that try it, the better, because we're also open to like switching things up or like including other products to complement and da, 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 da. So it's nice to kind of start really small and then just sort of see how our first year goes and see how we can expand from there, you know? Amazing. I'm so excited to try it. Thanks, Casey. I'm excited for you guys to try. It's so it's like a weird thing in coming or getting back to what we were talking about earlier with the earnesty stuff, like starting a a business where I have to like, I'm going to have to start doing like skincare videos and showing what the products do and talking about them in a way that isn't me like doing a bit. And it's like, I have to really get over myself and be able to do that because I can't, I can't be like making a joke out of it. You know, I mean, I, I could a little bit, but you know what I mean? Just, you can make um, a joke out of anything. Yeah, right? Okay, thank yeah. God. Thanks, uh-huh, thanks yeah. Case. Um, well, I feel like it's time for us to go eat, eat a snack or something. Ooh, yes. that sounds so good. Um, I'm starving. Yeah, thank but you I'm, so much. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy we talked. It was thanks amazing. for having me. It was so nice. I'm so proud of you guys with this podcast. It's such a, like, it's so great, and you guys are so naturally good at it, and I just... Yeah, I know. I know what what a big commitment starting a podcast is, and so the fact that you guys have carved this out is really fucking cool. So congratulations! Um, thank, thank you. Thankfully, uh, we have nothing the best else part of our going week. on. Yeah, we yeah. have nothing. <laughs> going on. Oh, please, please, <laughs> Michelle. Thank you so much. Have fun on tour, everybody. Go watch Leonard Kenny, and when Relative Skin launches in May, buy it. Go buy it. Love you guys. Thank Love you. you, baby. Have a great show tomorrow. Thanks. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Break okay. A Bye. Thanks. Bye, Casey. Bye, everybody. Bye.